What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. I got money. Right. Appreciate y'all for being here. It is Wednesdays. Welcome to Wednesdays. Facts over Philly live stream. Where we kick the facts and we don't care about your feelings. Today, we're, we're going to talk about the facts of uh, divorces. How to do with divorces on this marketplace, ladies and gentlemen. We know that the marital rate is plummeting. We know that ch the childbirth rate is plummeting. We know that early termination rates are going to increase and skyrocket. We know that men getting on child support is going to skyrocket as well. We know men are not walking women down the aisle, right? You know, and all that stuff. And yeah, yeah. that's you. We know the dating marketplace is basically imploded or it's in an adjustment period and it's going to take a couple of decades for us to get back, especially with the Generation Z dudes out here acting like a fool. And that's you. All right. Anyway, man, what what is going on here? What is this? Where's my damn person here? Where's my scissors? Anyway, today, today's show, again, we're going to talk about how divorcees wreck their marriages, essentially. And then, of course, we're going to use examples. We're going to use examples. We've got some great examples. And then, essentially, they wreck their kids. And then, as a result of them hating the father more than they actually love the kids. And then, how they wreck themselves, all right? They end up sitting across from dogs into their 50s, having dinner with their dogs and box wine. Let's go ahead and show you an example of that. Cheers. You gonna have some? Okay, tuck in, eat. Oh boy, that looks like some sort of form of abuse. All right, every time I get close to that microphone. All right, hey, I was able to get it. Hey, check it out. <laughs> hey, ladies and gentlemen, shout out to the Nasty Boys, the Coach Gang. Shout out to the Ten Toes Up Gang. Shout out to all the ladies in the Ten Toes Up Gang. All right, or the Feet Picture Gang, however you guys want to be known. Um, eventually you're the feed picture gang, and then you turn into the 10 toes up gang. I'm sure that's how it works. Shout out to all of you guys out there. Shout out to the tricks of the trade out here and shout out to all the players, the max and the wannabe players and max and PUAs and all of that stuff. Anyway, man, we got a great show today. We got a great show today. We got two other topics that I want to talk about before we talk about divorces. And as you guys know, my peak audience during the live streams are somewhere around the 45, 50 minute mark. And that's why I talk about other shows, other contexts information before we get to that and sometimes that information sets up the main event topic of how divorcees wreck themselves their marriages and then they wreck their kids and then themselves again all right so um anyway anyway um this is a cautionary tale this does have nothing to do with me this is not going to be any contextual information about what my experiences are i know a lot of people want to think that and that's not what led me here obviously we had a great separation. Our separation and our, my my marriage was fantastic. It was the court system that was a disaster. Mm. All right, that was a disaster and somewhat offensive. And uh, essentially, what they do is extort you by holding kids hostage. They, that's basically what they do. They basically say, "I'm going to keep the kid and then make you go fight in court for the kid and pay." All right, so you either pay them or you pay the court, and then sometimes you pay the court and then end up paying them anyway. Mm. Uh, it's it's simply extortion. But we're not going to talk about that. All right, we're not going to talk about that because they're watching me. Shout out to all the private investigators, the bounty hunters, the the, the divorcees, the blood suckers of the poor, the, no, the divorce attorneys, the blood suckers of the world here. Um, if it wasn't for divorce attorneys, you guys would be married and have stable marriages. Divorce attorneys make a living off of breaking up families. All right, and that's what they do, and they do this because women file almost 80% of divorces. Essentially, that's their business. That's their business model. And then they cape for these women, destroy families, and then they send their kids to college. 
All right, that's what they do. <laughs> anyway, dude, uh, I just tell it how it is. This is, again, the Facts Over Feeling live stream. If, um, if you guys don't know, viewer discretion is advised right here. Yeah, shout out to the Mitch P.I. that they put on this one. I hope you charge them by the minute All right, for watching this show. I hope you charge them by the hour, $800 an hour. Uh, watch the documentary Divorce Corp. If you guys don't know what I'm talking about, and a lot of guys, let's just say they haven't been married before, so they really don't know what, what's going on here. And so they really don't know what the system is, but what you should do, uh, now that somebody brought it up, who brought it up? Anthony Francis. Uh, let me show you this, uh, because a lot of guys like to operate in ignorance. Um, and uh, let me see here. I actually had this as homework. At one particular point, but watch the film Divorce Corp. You guys got to understand that what I'm doing for you, gentlemen, is I'm taking a very, very big risk putting this information out here. They don't want you to have this new, information. New, 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 new they want you to think that you can control women. They think they want you to make you. They want to make you think that you can keep women in check. All right, they really do. All right, that's what the world does, and then they get you to make a dumb deal uh, because you're a sucker for love. Uh, these sucker for love fools out here. I'll keep my woman in check and she's going to she's going to uh, do things for me. She's going to be a part of my business. You know, <laughs> you know, there's some dudes that just like to walk right into the trap. All right. But here's a documentary called Divorce Corp. This is the trailer. Uh, let me see if I can pull up the actual the, the, the actual documentary is on YouTube. And um, again, uh, you're going to hear them talk about a lot of the things that I talk about. Okay, on here. And they're going to tell you what the divorce industry is. I'm not going to play it. One of these days, Mr. Palmer did this. One of the one of these days, I'm going to do a live stream where I break the movie down from top to bottom. All right, but the movie Divorce Corp, and you saw Gloria Allred on this one. All right, I already told you about Gloria Allred. All right, she is the one uh, that is breaking up um, a lot of celebrities uh, using the Me Too movement. That's how she's capitalizing, and she is in this documentary. I'm trying to find where she is. I'm trying to find where Skeletor is, where she at. Oh, that's allegedly Skeletor. I can't find her. But there are some hardcore lethal truths in this movies. And these, these lawyers are dropping bombs, all right? And it's very few times that you will get lawyers to tell the truth about the industry that they're in. And, and, and what they're in is basically the devil's advocate. You know what I mean? They are the demons and the devil's advocate. These are the bloodsuckers of the poor, all right? These people take advantage of families. And then they put their families in the school. You know, a lot of divorce attorneys um, have to hide because of the treacherous things they're doing. They piss off men. Nah, they overwhelmingly, they overwhelmingly piss off men and they have to run and hide and live in private communities. You'll never see them, rarely ever see them out in public. All right. They'll never admit that they're a blood sucking divorce lawyer. <laughs> they will never be like, what do you do for a living? Oh, man, I'm in law. What kind of law? Blood sucking ass family law. <laughs> oh shit you're one of them huh they like yes new, 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 new world order. so they run and hide and they throw rocks and hide hands all under all under the direction of divorcees so a lot of times you will get a divorcee and think you came up and a lot of guys email me about this question hey i got a girl she's a divorcee she has two kids two baby daddies and i'm like get rid of her <laughs> get rid of that woman why don't you why are you messing with her she's already pulled the trigger on one dude she already she pretty much committed a murder <laughs> or she's already deleted one dude legally and here you come going i think she's a good woman i think she learned her lesson <laughs> mm. 
you actually are out there crazy, man. I'm giving you guys information that, see, let me just tell you this, because we've been having this debate going on, and I heard, and I'm not taking any shots at Satan the center, I like the guy, all right? But some of his following, right, and maybe some of his part of his philosophy doesn't understand this. People think they're going to take a straggle daggle or a former 304 and make them housewives and put them to work for their business. And maybe their business might make $50,000. I'm going to save you guys millions of dollars. My philosophy saves you millions of dollars. Not only do you make hundreds of thousands of dollars on my philosophy, you save an essence of $400,000, $700,000. I make you more money. I keep more money in your pocket. I got money. You know? And this is what it is. So it is what it is. And all these people that don't think that this is the honest truth, you will find out. I mean, my listen, when the, when the, when the shit hits the fan, my or when the rubber meets the road, my philosophy matches up with damn near almost all the results of, of what's going on out here. I tell you the truth. I pull back the curtain. Anyway, free agent lifestyle for life. Anyway, dollar sign CGA live. And that's how you do it. That's how you do it on the cash app. These are donations. You know, these people are trying to get in my pockets. They pocket watching, they pocket patting. All right, what you go into family court, they basically pat your pockets down and extort you for money. And you say, why are you extorting me for money? Well, you need to pay for these kids. We'll let the kids live with me. They be like, nope. The kid needs to stay with the mom who can't even afford to keep the kid. Who's basically saying, I can't ill afford to keep the kid. So we need to extort the daddy by keeping more custody away from him. And they'll say he wants the kids only so he don't pay for child support. But then when you boil it down, they say, well, he's been supporting the kids. Why don't you want him to have the kids? Well, he don't get to have them. But I'm stealing money for my kids to survive. Or I'm doing OnlyFans. Or I'm dating. Or I'm getting married to another man in order to survive. But he got to pay. He got to pay. He got to pay. He got to pay. And the way we do it is hold the kids hostage from the father. This is what happens. These that's who you're dealing with when you're dealing with divorcees. This is all allegedly, right? Allegedly stealing. I have proof. But this is the system you're dealing with. All right, so, uh, oh, did I get the PayPal donations? This is the legal fund. We're donating to the legal fund, the CGA right now, you know. New, 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 new world order. Did, you, did I tell you the story about the man that deleted himself over these situations? I think we did. I think somebody did a super chat. Some guys delete themselves over this situation. I don't know if you know that. Um, you guys are so busy trying to get hoes to work for you. <laughs> men are getting deleted. And I will tell you this. I will tell you this. The problem with men in our country, and it was exhibited the other day, is that men ultimately don't care about other men. Okay? You act like you do, but you care more about peace leave than you care about men. As such, when we get in debates about what's the best way to deal with things, people take it as a personal, well, you can't get as many girls as me, so you're a weaker man. Ah, this is not a personal issue, sir. We're talking about all of society as they break down in the roads around you. And the reason why is you're obsessed with peace leave. See, you can't take one day off of a piece of peace leave to help other men. No, nope, you're worried about yourself. And you're worried about your philosophy. Um, how you're getting used up and abused peace leave. The women that you're out here saying work for you, I've had her yesterday for a fistful of 20s. I got money. 
this is the problem that people don't get. I'm like, the women that you're bragging about, I had her over for Jasmine Rice. <laughs> and I examined her, possibly inseminated her. Possibly. Vasectomy gang shot out. <laughs> but you guys are bragging about 304s. And I don't know what we're talking about here. You're not bragging about the good women. The good women aren't going to be out here used and abused and turned over 12 times until they built your business up. You know what I mean? I, 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 I cringe. I cringe. But it, listen, this show isn't for everybody. And you're, if you're watching the show, I will let you know viewer discretion is advised. This is show. This is a hard-hating show. Remember, I'm desensitized by exp explaining this information. I'm exposing this information to the world. I, and listen, it is, it is hard-hitting information for the hopeless romantics, for the sucker for loves. It's, it's hard-hitting. So I would say viewer discretion is advised. You're choosing to watch this content. And if you don't want to watch this, watch this content, just leave right now. I, I don't need you here. I, don't, I really don't need you here. And also, if you're a married woman watching me, if you're a married woman watching me, make sure you get permission from... We don't want him mad. We don't want him mad that you're watching this handsome man with the milk dud head and the chocolatey skin and all of that gray salt and pepper beard. I know we don't want that. You better ask. Yeah, man. Shout out to the cackle gang in the building. Your husband. All right. Do me a favor. Hit the like button in the building. This is going to be a hard hitting show. All right. Did we get the earlier contributors to today's show? These aren't contributors. These are donors. Donors are donating to the cause of the legal fund, the CGA. Right? That's what we do out here. We fight. We fight or we bankrupt. All right? So somebody go and bankrupt. All right? So anyway, where are we at? We got a couple of people already. No name says, hey, coach, after I vet 1,000 females and thousands of hours of boring conversations, I finally found one to pay for all of my cars, studio setup. In a private jet. He says, so simple, you dig? He says, give me the prices wrong. Uh-oh. That might be a shot. I'm not taking shots. But what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, at some particular point, man, I tell you, I don't, I, I don't get the whole uh, keep doing it and flipping. I don't get it. All right, thousands of boring conversations. Just the conversations alone is a turnoff to me. I'll be like, I don't care what you think. <laughs> Oh, my God. Who loves the conversations? Who loves the conversations? People be like, <laughs> you ever hear the women? I want someone who wants deep conversations. Ladies, I want you to listen to this. I want somebody we can have deep conversations as we watch comets fly in the sky. Okay. Um, as we watch the moon sink into the and sink into the east and then the, the the sun rise from the east into the west you know what i mean some of these great and i often say i often say the reason why you can't find men that are willing to have deep conversations is because you're not that deep but there's a place that he wants to get in deep there's a lot of people that think they're having deep conversations and your conversations sound like are you a libra what's your sign are you a gemini Oh, uh, yeah, I'm a Gemini. Yeah. Oh, well, you know what that means. Oh, the compatibility of the Gemini and the air Aquarius. Man, you think that's deep conversation? Nobody cares about that damn voodoo that you talking about. You know, they'd be like, 
well, the Gemini and the Aquarius gets along. And as a matter of fact, as I rub all my crystals all over my areolas, do you understand what it is to be a Gemini? That's 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 deep conversation. Boring. You're like, man, who wants to talk about that? I don't even want to talk about and fake talk about it. You got three minutes to change the subject to something deep. Then the next deep conversation they're having, you know, I'm looking to start my business. Mm. <sighs> what business are you going to start? What business are you going to start? Let me guess a service business. Fashion business. Perhaps. A lash business. Yes, an eyelash business. Got it. Hmm. That's what we need, another eyelash business. Mm. Ay, ay, ay. Oh, what else? What what else can we talk about now? How far are you start? How far into you are you starting your business? Well, I haven't started yet. Mm. Thinking about getting into real estate too. Mm. Do you have your real estate's license? Nope. Boy, oh boy. It's going to be a long conversation. Something on my microphone. Pause. <laughs> I'm like, can you lay down in the bed right quick? Because you're boring. I'm gathering funds. I figure with the money you're going to give me after clapping my cheeks, I can put it towards my business. Or when you move me in, I can save money while we spend your money. That's my strategy. You know, I'm looking for a relationship where a man can provide. And so my goal is to get you to convince you to be a dumbass while I'm working on your business. You support me. And then I build your business up and you make an extra $1,500. And then I, we spend your money and I save the money you give me to clap my cheeks. Sheesh. If only. <laughs> Sounds fantastic. Damn, this is deep. <laughs> Shit. Literally, that'd be the conversations. I'd be like, oh, my God. Are these the people that's going to help me with my business? Lord, have mercy. It's a clown world out here. And don't let it be a divorce. Aid. That's not even the divorce. Nice. <laughs> Where are we at? Unreal. Let me let me get this going here. I got hey, join me on my locals broadcast. I got some new stuff for you because I'm no I'm learning a new city. So I got some stuff to tell y'all this weekend. I got some stuff to tell y'all this weekend, bro. You can't do when I when I reveal what I've been learning this weekend. All right, on the uh, sugar shack as we call it. <laughs> I don't think I can say that. That might be an actual. Yeah, on the sugar shack. Just wait, brothers. All right, I got some eye openers for you. So shout out to uh, Coach Greg Adams at .locals.com. Donate over there, too. You get some members live stream. If you donate, I give you free content. Mm. <laughs> All right, what are we doing over here? So uh, we got a couple more on the PayPal. Let's say. He says, no lie. Saw a beautiful black woman today and started signing. And started signing sister. You've been on my mind. <laughs> you see me singing. I'm sorry. I messed that up. It's, it meant to be singing. I know that's what you meant. 
you saw a beautiful black woman. You're like, yeah, you watching way too much of coach. All right. I know, man. Hey, how much, how many people go in their life and you do something that I said, like, you know what I mean? Like a, a thing that I said, you say it, you find yourself talking like me to people. All right. They brought looking at you like, man, what the hell's going on? He started singing sister. You've been on. Oh, my mind. I normally don't deal with the sisters in any context whatsoever. But I will bend the rule to make an exception. You know what I mean? They got to be not the typical. They got to be smarter than the average bear. Uh-oh. I already know what's going on. I can do some shuffling, too. Look out, man. What you going to do? Look out, boys. It's coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Okay, we're back. Sisters, you didn't hear that, did you? All right. <laughs> Somebody says they use the Jasmine right. They say shuffle it. All right, here we go. Here we go. But I will, you know, I'll indulge in that. Okay. <laughs> oh, Lord. This is going to be one of these shows today. And I got a sister all the way today. All right, you know. Uh, Mac Pro Mansplainer says PI equals private instigators yes indeed private instigators uh if you watch the movie divorce corp they interview a private eye a guy that's a process server he's a private investigator most process servers work as private eyes on the side and they also they also um they also um work as uh process servers in um in in uh damn, there's another thing that they do oh bounty hunters <laughs> so they're all in the same kind of profession and so yeah so they out there instigating and stirring the pot. And the, and the private investigator that they showed on Divorce Corp, he had no heart. He was heartless. But he also knew what the game was. And so he was giving out game. And um, watch Divorce Corp. Somebody's telling me to chop out. Shot, uh, uh, who is this? Michael Frampton Toro over here. What is this over here? Where you been over here? He said, check out this woman's YouTube channel. She's kind of growing in the red pill. She was doing an interview and basically asked this question. If a man abandons his kid, um, he is a deadbeat dad. How is it if the mom does it? Um, it is a right to choose. Then she goes on to talk about a man's right to a financial early termination of pregnancy. Left and woke couldn't handle it. That is the weird thing. You know, they want to say we're equal. But if the guy says, hey, I don't want nothing to do with the kid, they make him pay. If the woman says, I don't want nothing to do with the kid, they vacuum it out of her peace leave for free. All right. And then all of a sudden, if the woman says, well, I'm keeping the baby, but I can't afford it. She ain't a deadbeat. But if a man said, I want to keep my baby, but I can't afford it. He a deadbeat. He going to jail. If he doesn't get his kids and the woman says, I'm keeping the baby. And he says, I don't want the baby. And she says, well, I'm keeping it, but I can't afford it. He got to pay. <laughs> and then the family law code actually supports this. And then divorce attorneys go to school. For three and a half, four years, they go to DeVry University of uh, Bloodsuckers, and then they go in, and then they actually try to extort uh, uh, fathers by patting their pockets down, burying them in the courts, and then all of a sudden, they they, they become wealthy. Mm. <laughs> so shout out to uh, her for that one. I know she's blowing up, and I don't want to say her name. I don't want to give too many people some free free uh, shine over here, but what, but what they need to do is uh, su support my show. All right, you need to support my show. Uh, Streetside says, saw a movie with Keanu Reeves where he got the two-piece for free. Anyway, he got two pieces for free. Interesting. They proceeded to ruin his entire night after that, and all I could hear 
is you gonna pay before or after? <laughs> you gonna pay before or after? Choose how you want to pay. And I don't want to hear nothing about no illegal. All right, come on. Choose how you want to pay. We got two more on the PayPal. My girl is different, Coach. She never lied, and she never lied or hurt me. Shout out to Nolan. She different, and our love is like no other love. Last one, and then we'll get on with the show. We're going to talk about Arnold Schwarzenegger in a minute. Shout out to Pac-Man. He says, Coach, Pac-Man chicken in. He says, man, you less than an hour in, and you already cooking, sir. You are the father we all needed. Your kids are so lucky. They will never know it until they're maybe 30 years old. Keep this going, sir. Your words and teachings will be in my kids' homeschooling lessons, lessons, homeschooling lessons when they become young teenagers. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate you guys. Uh, many, many of you men and you women, ladies watching me, you were told that your father was a deadbeat. You were told that your father was abusive. You were told that your father did all kinds of nefarious things to either you or to the mother of the child, right? Now, if some of you guys actually had your head screwed on right and actually tried to investigate this and reach out to your father, you realize your father was none of those things. And what you had was a bitter baby mama. What you had was a manipulative baby mama. What you had was somebody stealing money, extorting your father. And then they would throw rocks and hide hands. And then after you turned 17 and a half, she said, you know what? You don't have any, you don't have any right to be here. And then she calls up the father and says, you need to take the child after she done collected all the child support. My mama was a crack fiend mama. Yes, she just a black queen mama. Yeah, man, I'm telling you, man, listen, it is it is something else. It is something else, man. Listen, it is something else. Uh, so it's a world that we live in and we all have to adjust to. All right, should we get on with the show? I know I'm going to get over to Cash App in a second for the donations. Appreciate you, brothers. Let's get into the first clip here. Let's go ahead and play the first clip. Uh, where's the banner at? Now, shout out to all the real deadbeat dads who didn't want to support their kids. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. What about the guys that walk out and leave? Let's talk about the wall that's undefeated. Now, we make reference to this particular event. Uh, it is Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold Schwarzenegger, he is the guy who, he was an actor. He was actor in Terminator and a whole, whole bunch of movies, right? And then eventually, he became governor of California, which was the governator. And he then, after that, or sometimes yeah, after that, he ended up having a love child with his maid. So we always talk about that. And essentially, we try to make sense of it. We don't know the ins and outs of the situation. But the maid lived into the house. She had her maid quarters. And Arnold would tip down there like the slave masters or the overseers would do during slavery. Tip down there and go get him a piece of tail. It was convenient for him. And he probably been waxing that ass like rain dance for years. Shout out to Ice Cube. <laughs> right. So he probably been doing that for years. He was like, let me tip on down there real quick. And as you can see here. Uh, this is a picture of the governor. We're not trying to expose him. This is the maid in question. Whoa. She thick. She thick. Boy, look, I mean, she thick in various places. My Lord. And you say gordita. My, 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 my. And so this is the. Allegedly, this is all allegedly. This is the son. This is the son of 
the maid and Arnold. As you can see, yeah, I can see the resemblance. And um, there was times where there were times where there's family pictures, I believe, where I think it's it's here. Is it here? Yeah, here it is right here. So this is a family picture. They look like they're going to a Catholic christening or something like that. Uh, here's here's Arnold. This is his wife, Maria. She's a Kennedy. She's part of the Kennedy clan. This is the maid. This is the maid's child, Arnold and the maid's child. And this is Arnold and Maria Shriver's child. You know, I don't love pros. I'm staring up. I ain't loving them. Oh, handcuffing them. Because, baby, I'm pimping. <laughs> wow, boy. That's legendary-ish right there. That would be called a harem. Now, here is him and his wife, Maria Shriver. Now, when I talk about this situation here in the wall, I was actually going to play a clip because this is young Maria Shriver right here. This is what she looked like she, when she was younger. And I was going to do a story on, I did this the other day, actually. I did a story on older women and younger men. And I was going to play this clip, but it was a fair use situation because I think it was part of the new, 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 new world order. And so I was like, I really can't play an NBC clip. But I actually played the clip and I was like, oh, my God. Yes. I was like, bruh. This woman, bruh. Let's go ahead and play this. Look at a growing trend in relationships, older women dating younger men. Yes. Well, there's long been a double standard in age gaps. And Wow. Can you say, wow, this is all I'm going to play in this particular clip. So this is what she looked like. Hold on for a second. What year is this? This is 22. Let's go back. This is what she looked like right here when she was young. I don't know how young, but that was her. Let me see if I can find another younger version of this. But this, this right here, that's his wife right there, bro. That, that's, that's her when they got married. And so when dudes be like, I'm going to keep a girl, that's her right here. Y'all see what I'm seeing? This, this is her when he married her. Let me see if I can find another one. Yeah, there it is right there. This is what she looked like when he married her. This is what she looked like. I'm not saying, listen, I'm like, whew. Oh. Man, shout out to her, man. I tell you, man, Mother Nature and Father Time is a damn shame. Like, look, this is your wedding picture right here. This is your wedding picture. Look at her. He like, yeah, I done came up. That's what she looked like. Man, time is cruel, man. The wall is, look, there. You, oh, that's what she looked like right there. That's what she started off. And now, I don't, I'm not. Man, that this that right there deserves definitely. I don't even want to talk about it no more because people are like you're mean. But I was like, yikes! I'm not trying to be mean, but wowzer! I mean, there has to be an explanation for this. Time is cruel, and I know there's some women, but look at you, look at you, you old. They want to talk about me. I'm gonna age gracefully. <laughs> Somebody said I still hit. 
there has to be an explanation for that, boy. I tell you, man, making a deal with the devil if you ever will say something like that. Woo! Anyway, I got to take them tabs off right there. I'm going to get five seconds of uh, copyright on that one. And then they're going to come after me. They're like, how dare you? Let's talk about John Cena. John Cena. All right, what is John Cena doing? And once at once, John Cena was the poster boy for standing up for himself and not getting divorced, grape the king of thumb. I don't know if you remember John Cena. He's the wrestler. You can't see me. I hate those stupid comments. I don't see him. That ain't even the point of what he can't see me, but that's neither here nor there. But John Cena, World Wrestling Federation heavyweight champion. It's always going to be the World Wrestling Federation to me. Um, He was going to marry that Nikki Bella. I think it was Nikki Bella. And he was like, no, 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 no. He gave her a cohabitation agreement. He was like, no, nah, I already see this coming. I'm not going to get married again. I'm not having children. And then they they shamed him into getting married. And he he proposed in wrestling years. Um, He proposed to her and they were going to get married, right? For all intents and purposes. But he was like, I'm never getting married again. And I'm not having kids. And so he stood on this square, right? He had already been married and divorced before. And he was like, I ain't doing it now. Most people in the space would call him an incel. Mm. Oh, he's an incel and he can't get women. All right. Obviously, he has no trouble getting women. He just don't want to get legally married. He barely want to live the live with a woman. Well, unfortunately for John Cena, his ass done got married. Bruh, what you doing? Hey, John. Yeah, this is what we got to warn you about. At some particular point, you'll become a sucker for love. So John Cena gets married again nearly two years after secret nuptials. Here's the report. He got married again. Not only did he get married again, he got married not even at the peak of his career. Because I don't know if you guys know John Cena. So I could focus on my career. John Cena now is in Hollywood. All right. He's in Hollywood and he's starting to make that Hollywood money. And now he's what are you, John? <laughs> what is going on? Let's read what happened. This is July and 17th, 20 and 22. John Cena and Shay Shar, I don't know what it is, gets married again nearly two years after her secret nuptial report. This is what, wait a minute. How do you get married again? Somebody's got to fill me in here. A love so sweet, they celebrating, they're celebrating twice. Nearly two years after John Cena and Shay Shar, I can't pronounce all of that, tied the knot, they seemingly hosted a second wedding. It says here, John Cena, uh, the playing with fire actor, age 45, and the engineer, age 33, appeared to celebrate their nuptials in Vancouver, Canada on Friday, July 15th, according to photos obtained by TMZ. Cena wore a blue suit as he held his bride's hand as they entered the Vancouver club, where they exchanged vows for the second time. People report that Shea, who hails from Canada, wore a halter-style wedding gown with an open back. Get that flat back out. The pair who were first linked to uh, in March of 2019 previously wed in October in 2020 in an intimate Tampa Bay, Florida ceremony. While the couple kept their marriage plans low key, the former wrestler made headlines when he alluded to how he was feeling ahead of the big day. And he says, quote, love involves constant effort. Oh boy. Unquote. Cena tweeted days before his nuptials. It says, when you are truly ready to let love in. Hold on for a second. If something goes like this, it, it says, when you're truly ready to let love in and give to love all it needs to flourish. If I feel, I feel, I feel, 
I feel there's no greater, more rewarding connection. Oh, boy. And he also says the WWE alum, which I think he's coming back, who split from ex-fiance Nikki Bella in July of 2018 after, I'm sorry, and I can't, I can't pronounce her last name. Let's just call her Shay. And Shay's romance continued to heat up as they frequently packed on the PDA and attended the red carpets events. And here, John and Shay look incredible together. Seth Rollins exclusively gushed to E or Us Weekly. Uh, what else do we need to know about this particular relationship? He says right here, while the blockers actor and his wife are basking in their newlywed bliss, they aren't quite ready to discuss expanding their family. Wow, they're already progressing on him pretty quickly. Um, this is how it happens because then you get married. First, they like get engaged. It'll be okay. Somebody needs to wipe her up. And then you get married. Are you going to have kids? Right. And uh, woo, this is going to be bad, man, for him. But hopefully he has a prenup. He says right here. It's hard to balance the time that I need to run myself correctly. He says, it's sorry, I'm not breathing right today. It's work to be the best partner and husband I can be to my loving wife. Cena admitted during appearance. Nobody cares about that. It's hard to keep connections with those in life that I love. It's also hard to put in a honest day's work. He added, you have to have passion for being a parent. You have to have fuel for it. I'm like, it's like saying to someone, man, you know, you're pretty good with your hands. You have, you'd be a good carpenter. But if I want to be an actor, I'll be an actor. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> All right. He says he's extremely confident that he's extremely happy. Right. And she's going to say, I'm not happy. Well, yeah, that, that's going to be a mess because let's just say, let's just say she wants kids and he's going to say well i don't want kids i'm still working i can't be there and all this stuff all that little stuff mumble jumble that he said at the end um she's going to divorce him right mm. or if she has kids and they have one slip past the goalie and she's going to pray mantism right so uh, hopefully he made a good decision here shout out to john cena uh because we're wrestling fans over here at least i am and i don't want it to see it in badly the recipe is there for a disaster i mean it's set up for a disaster He's already shuffling. So with that being said, if it does end up bad, he's going to second guess himself because he actually was putting in precautions. He put in his moat. All right. He put in this castle in the moat long time ago and he dug his heels in the sand and he said he would never do it again. And he found himself doing it again. This happens all the time. This happens all the time. So, man, I don't feel sorry for him either. I don't feel sorry for him. If he ends up getting raked over the coal, which statistically he will, Especially you're talking about a Hollywood marriage, a marriage where he's seemingly, seemingly set up for a disaster. He's not going to be able to be there for her. And then he's going to be pursuing his goals. He said, hey, I still want to pursue my goals. Not when you're married, bro. You better hope she has a very understanding heart. Yeah, he lost masculine frame big time. But of course, when you're in love, when you're a sucker for love, you do dumb things. And what's love got to do with it? All right, let's get over to the cash app. All right, where we got here? Uh, We got. We do got some brothers here. Who is this in the building? Did I get the dictator? He says, hello. He says, laughing my ass off. I'm exposing CGA later on my gaming channel. All right. Did I get that on already? Shout out to you. Uh, Pindar says, got my CDL and passenger endorsement. Thank you. You on your way up, man. Hey, that's the next step. That's the next step. And good luck with you. And uh, sounds like you're going to be doing buses or I'm not sure. Because if you got a passenger endorsement, you're probably doing buses or Greyhound or you're you're doing um potentially maybe school busing and all of that stuff 
Uh, congratulations, man. Onward or upward. Shout out to uh, Mikhail S. He says, happy White History Month. All right. Shout out to the White History Month. You know what I mean? If y'all haters, if y'all want them to celebrate Black History Month, you got to celebrate White History Month. Well, they got History Month every day of the month. No, she is not, not anymore. Not in June, they didn't. <laughs> not in February. Their, their months are dwindling. So if it's White History Month, let me know. Han says, thanks, man. You're the shiz. He says, I'll hit you up more soon. Thank you, bro. Thank you, Hans. We in here doing it. Loud Pocket says, yo, coachy, can you sing me Cherish the Love? Oh, I'm going to need a sponsorship for that. But I know that song. I know that song. Cherish the Love. Oh, don't get me singing it, man. It's a little too early. Brian Horsley again. Wow, brothers. Some of these brothers got money. They got money. I got money. And they enjoying the junior college, too. Hey, man, the junior college is wide open. I'm letting y'all know, man. It's wide open. <laughs> it is nuts. <laughs> it is nuts, man. Shout out to Albert Ingram. He says, change my life around and everyone ghosted me. Yep, they was like, you're getting serious about life. Relax, you're a little uptight about things. Relax, just be a loser like me. Just steal oxygen, these oxygen thieves out here. Stealing everybody else's joy. Out here celebrating celebrating mediocrity. Shout out to the celebrators of mediocrity out here. Cause you ain't gonna go out to the club, cuz. Yo, Sean, you ain't gonna come out here every Friday, Saturday night and chill. Let your hair down, Sean. Celebrate nothing. Oh, I got a clip. Man, I forgot to download it. Oh my God, I got a clip for you. All right, let me get to the rest of these. I might have to show you on my phone. I got. I might have to show you on my phone. I got a clip to show you, man. What, what did Kevin used to say? Winter's coming. I say the barbarians at the gate. Ramil, shout out to Ramil. He says these hoes winning. We're going to have this clip. Hey, man, let me get through these. We got to do another segment here. I'm going to play this clip about this woman complaining about being late on rent. When I tell you, man. The struggle is real. And shout out to the brothers. We struggling. Everybody's struggling out here. I'm just saying, you know, there's some people are winning. And the reason why they're winning is because they started the process of winning earlier. And that's why I told you in 2018, do the free agent lifestyle. Leave these straggle daggles alone. Leave these 304s alone. I told you then, do not get in relationships in 2020. Remember that? I said, when 2020 comes, I ain't going to care about y'all no more. Meaning I'm not going to feel sorry for you. And then sure enough, they had the whole pandemic, the lockdown, the, the quarantine booze. The relationships were just breaking up like, like crazy. Marriages were crumbling. I told you, this is the worst time to get into relationships. At some point, there'll be a better time. This is the, this over, this generally is the worst time. So let me get through the rest of these, and I'm going to play this clip. Jay Flo, he says, for the you'll go broke lady defense fund. <laughs> Coach game. You'll go broke. I'll be trying to get broke. Girls broke. All right. Shout out to John. He says, have you looked into the Miles Bridges from the NBA? Yep. He's got a couple felony charges. I broke down. I did a whole stream on him. Um, but uh, yeah, he fumbled the bag and everybody's like, you're worried about him fumbling the bag. This dude lost hundreds of millions of dollars. Hell yes. For, uh, for, um, for side suplex and his girlfriend who's an OnlyFans model, had her peace leave all on Instagram. 
wait till we get to the Sunday, the Sunday morning stream on. I got some stuff for y'all. Shout out to Preston. He says, Sexomania will be the new way to charge for grape. Sex omnia? Sex omnia? What is that? Sex omnia? What is that? Is it sex omnia? I don't even know what that is. Is that real? Sex omnia. Oh my God, it is real. It actually popped up. Or is sex somnomnia? It's sleep sex. It's the type of sleep disorder known as parasomnia. Parasomnia refers to the unusual sensation and behavior such as sleepwalking that people may experience or exhibit while asleep, falling asleep and awake. So apparently people having sex in their... Oh man, oh, that's going to be ugly. Boy, this world, man, I tell you, man. Hey, look, go ahead and reserve your ticket. If you think you're going to heaven, put your ticket. You know what I mean? Punch your clock. We've let the progressives ruin our country. And most of these people, these psychologists, these psychologists, man, something need to be done with them. <laughs> I know I have a few psychologists in here that follow me and a few therapists and all that stuff. Y'all suspect. Do not let me get the last Infinity Stone. <laughs> Do not let me get the last Infinity Stone. Y'all suspect as hell. Y'all come up with all kind of bullshit sitting around. Yeah, for sure. All right, I know about you guys. New, new, new world order. I've I've talked about, I've talked about, I've talked about these mind control MKO. <laughs> Do not let me get deleted. New, 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 new world order. I talked about you guys, you Timothy Leary ass. UCLA, look up UCLA, look up Cal Berkeley in the 60s. They're doing that right now, and they're inviting your ass in. You don't need a problem to have therapy. Come on in. Your life can be absolutely perfect, and you can use therapy. As a matter of fact, have a seat. Yeah, man. Tell me about yourself. Have a seat in that chair. <laughs> and all of a sudden you come out. Wow. I got sex omnia. <laughs> Sink. Oh my gosh. Where am I? You're in the sucking place. Take this LSD. It's crazy. You come out. I got X, Y, and Z. Ten. You you went in there totally fine, and it was like you got the compulsive over shopping disorder. You got sex on you. You're an addict. You're you're a metaphobic. Not a metaphobic. What do I call it? You're a metaphile. Mm. Man, they be suspect as hell, bro. Somebody got to do something about this. What did they go to school for, bro? <laughs> I took psychology classes, man. I always looking at the professor like they was mad weird. I was like, man, this person weird. Have y'all ever taken a psychology class? Has the person in the psychology class teaching the class? They going to be mad at me. Has the person teaching psychology actually been on the up and up? He was like, <laughs> like this person right here on drugs for shiggity. They own drugs for shig. He came to, he came, hey, look, your psychology teacher was like, <sighs> came in teaching class. <laughs> just like, I'm just letting you know, man. 
And then they be out here, well, the APA says, and this is that, and you're a metaphile, coach. I'm a metaphile. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, they, they was the weirdest ones on campus. The psychology professor. They had the best drugs. You're a metaphile. <laughs> anyway, they're going to be mad at me. Shout out to people that are in psychology. New, 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 new world order. <laughs> All right. People are like, you really don't like therapy. This is okay. You don't need any problems. Just come in and sit down. Here's my degree. Berserkly. You see berserkly. Oh, you study that berserkly. Okay, here we go. You're uh, strike one. <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, Leaf is in the building. Thank you, sir. Shout out to John. He says Mouse Bridges. I know he going through it. Let me do two more and let's get into the show. Shout out to Warhammer. He says I am officially a nasty boy. Uh oh. And that's you. You going in? He says Warhammer is in these streets. In these streets. Oh, yeah. All right. What are we talking about today? I know this is crazy. Hey, um, let's play this clip. Oh, no, no, no. I want to play the clip of the straggle. I want to play the clip of the straggle. I'm getting too far. This show is already gone. All right. So let me see here. I got to play it. Let's line it up. Let's line it up. All right. So I don't know. I don't know about you millennials and Gen Zers, but the baby boomers, I'm going to give the baby boomers some credit. We've already been or done that. You know, the baby boomers over leveraged themselves. They actually fell for every sink hook, line and sinker strategy of how to lose your money, like buying houses and all of this stupid shit. Like that. <laughs> over leveraging, you know what I mean? Refinancing 28 times. Baby boomers got themselves in trouble before all that's worth. Baby boomers, at least we know the expectations of what it means to live. You know what I mean? We got it. And actually, baby boomers failed miserably. They'll never tell you until they die and you dig up their finances, right? You go to their life insurance paper. They didn't miss the last two premiums. Then you go to see who they, you go to check for their will. They ain't got one. All right. Or their will ain't been updated in 15 years. You go and check to see how much money in their bank account. They underwater like a mofo. You see how much people are going to inherit for them. Nothing. You got to see how much their house is worth. They didn't read finance the damn 28 times they owe the whole damn original principal payment on the house but anyway for what it's worth <laughs> you're getting nothing from boomers but they at least have a real real perspective of what it means to live in the real world right generation xers the latchkey kid the poison kids of the world who actually have to be responsible for the world today we actually knew because they was kicking us up out of the house at 19 they was like get your ass out of here and you're going to leave with nothing. And you're going to pile yourself up with student loan debt. So we had to go out here and we had to adjust to the real world real early. They was killing all of our celebrity friends. We were like, what is going on here? <laughs> they did us dirty. Yeah, everything in storage. They didn't got everything. All of their family, uh, all of their family stuff in storage is about to get hot and auctioned off. They lost everything. <laughs> but they didn't kick us out of the house. <laughs> So they can fornicate and remarry for the fourth time. But anyway, the millennials, though, and Gen, Gen Z, they have no sense of reality because you guys haven't been shown the real world yet. You don't have a real perspective of the real world yet. 
Some of you guys are 40-year-old millennials, and you're still gone. Still gone. You don't know what the hell you're doing out here. Listen to this young woman. She looks to be, I'm going to say about 27. I'm going to show you her. And um, I didn't clip it yet. I meant to download it. But let's go ahead and, um, you know what? Yeah, let's go ahead and show her. Let's play the audio. This woman's behind on rent. And she got an eviction notice. Or she got she got a three-day-to-pay-or-quit notice, which you're going to get when you're late. She lives in an apartment complex. She's late on rent. She's short. She needs to sell some peace leave right now. She's going to be on seeking arrangements. She's going to be pinging coach. <laughs> I got money. Listen to this, bro. This I, I can't believe that this is real. I'm like, is this real? This is the America that we live in. I've been living at my apartment for a year now. I re-signed my lease last month. And I'm on to a new journey to stay at this place for another year. I've been a really good tenant. I've never paid late. I've never had to pay a late fee because I just always paid on time. Knowing that I have a good track record, you would think that these places would be a little bit more lenient or give you a pass if you're short or you're going through a financial hardship. But no, instead, they want you in the ass. Hold on. So I had my full rent, except I had it on two cards. The system that they use will not allow me to do a partial payment. So I'm like, all right, whatever, cool. I have the bulk of the money, but I was going to be short $100. So in my head, I'm like, hold up, hold up. You said you had the money. You said you had the money, but on two cards. And now you show. Okay. You show. You signed the lease and said you're going to be on time. But you went out there and shook your ass and bought, you know, you went out with your girls and shared a plate of rice and chicken breast. Four ways split it. You was out there shaking your ass on January 1st to the January 20th. Now you showed on rent and you called in CGA to see if you could get your back blown out. Yeah, that's, these are the this is the stories that I hear. I'll come over. Oh, yeah. Jasmine Rice, fistful of 20s. I need it. I'm a little short on my bills. That's right here. I had the money, but I was short. Mm. Let me see what else is here. Yeah, twerking on Juneteenth, doing the crate challenge. Let's go ahead and continue. You was at the march and the parade at the Black Lesbian Matters March. You was doing all that. You was talking about Trump, but now you show. Let's go ahead and continue. Okay, just add that to next month's bill. Like, it's oh wait, be a wait, problem. wait, hold up, hold up. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm short a hundred bucks. Just add it to next month's rent, and I'll be caught up. Nope. I'm like, this cannot be real. The hell you talking about? That is not how it works. <laughs> when you lease a place, you got to have all the rent. If you don't have all the, add it to next month. If that's how we did stuff. <laughs> Where's your daddy at? Did he? I guarantee you, your daddy got ran off by your mama. This is the strong and independent of the world. These are the people who they say they're doing it out here. Who trained these people? You, that's not how it works. I mean, I'm short. Put it on next month's rent. Let's go ahead and continue because it gets worse. No, these apartment complexes are extremely predatory. So now I'm late. I'm masked out and I don't know what to do. They gave me a notice on my door on the 8th. 
that was dated for the seventh, so that was off. And then the guy is gonna tell me like, well, you have to pay it by the end of the day today. I'm like, well, can I do a partial payment? He's like, no. So this let me get this straight. You were short one hundred dollars. You went into the eight. They gave you they gave you your grace period. It sounds like they gave you a grace period. Most apartment complexes will give you from to the third to pay. And then on the third or the fourth, they will print out a three day pay or quit. So somewhere around the seventh, which is accurate, they printed the letter. You didn't get it until the eighth. That's what happened. That's that sounds about right. I've rented apartments for a long time. I know that that sounds about right. The timeline sounds about right. Now you're calling them predatory. And then you said partial payment. So, but tw- let, let me get this straight. You were short $100 on the first. By the time the eighth came along, you were still short 100 or you were short more than 100 why are you still partial? Where's the, you couldn't make another hundred in the extra seven days you got of cushion. You couldn't make another hundred. You couldn't slob on some old dude's knob for an extra hundred in seven days. So now you only got half of the rent again. She spent it. That's exactly what she did. So she said, damn, I'm late. I haven't heard anything for about three or four days. That means they must be cool with it. And you found out, no. And now you only got half the rent. Oh, my God. Let's continue here. This is America. This letter talking about uh, three-day possession, da 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 Then I get a notice on my door today talking about I have to pay an additional $150 for a late fee and then $250 to stop the house from, like, from me being evicted. <laughs> what I don't understand is that if a person doesn't have the full amount they have a good track record with you. Why would you tack on an additional $400? Don't you think if I had it, I would have gave it to you? It's frustrating. These laws, these leases, they're mad, predatory. And I see why a lot of This is why the junior college is crazy right now. This is why the junior college is going nuts right now because young women are, I can do it on my own in the worst economy. And they go out there and then they get a reality check. What do you mean? How come they do predatory? She says, how do you, how do you think people make money? I'm just asking, how do you think, how do you think a business, are they in the business of just letting you just slide? Is this real? She got to be. She got to be killing me. She got to be kidding me. Hold up for a second. End up homeless, evicted or whatever, because it's like, bro, we're all living check to check. And then for you to add on more fees because someone couldn't pay is asinine. Man. Let's just end it. Let's end it now, bro. Where are we going? These are the people. These are the young people that have the last two years. What are we doing, man? <laughs> what are we doing? Wow. I saw that video today and I was like, this is something. And then the comment section, these people were going. I'm telling you, communism is on its way. It's coming. It's coming, guys. Communism, communism is on its way. And we're going to get a one-way ticket 
right into it. And I don't want to hear about, no, this is not going to be that type of communism. It's going to be some type. Because capitalism's dead. They're going to they're gonna kill capitalism by the time they get grown. Communism won. This is another example that shows you communism won. This is communism thinking. This is, this is not capitalist thinking. These are not future capitalists. All right? We, it's the, and I know communism, capitalism, I, it's two different things, and that doesn't matter. Look, we're not going to have a republic anymore. We're not doing it anymore. 50 years, 40 years tops. It's a wrap. This is why they want you to do Biden. And they voted for Biden and look what's happening to them. Oh my gosh. Anyway, hour into the show. I'm telling you, man, this is why the junior college is going crazy. Because young women are out here thinking that they're going to do it. This is the worst economy. I actually tried to tell my kids. I was like, Y'all need to ride with who can finance this. I know it's not the best scenario for you. I know your pride won't let you. But if you go out here now in this economy and you take on more than you can handle, you're going to collapse fast. And do not bite the hand that feeds you because that mug, whoever feeding you and you bite that hand, they're not going to want to feed you, continue to feed you. So if somebody right now you know is doing well, you better keep them close to you because People are struggling here. <laughs> wow. And these are the people that want relationships and dates. And these are, guys, these are the women that are going to work for you and build your business up. These are this, this one right here. I mean, obviously, she got time for a job. She needs another job. These are the women you're running game on. I'm telling you, dude, it, I don't know what to tell you. It is unbelievable. Uh, let's go into the divorcees here. Uh, let's do this first. We tell you the divorce is planned before the wedding. Uh, everybody knows this. Let's just look up the statistics. Uh, you guys are going to look up here. The statistics that have been going on the Internet. Kevin Samuels has probably been giving credit for this, but he actually is the one who exposed this. And more or less, we, we've known this for a long time here in this space. But the rest of the world hasn't known this. They, they have no clue. And they will come up with every other reason as to why to not listen to this. And they'll continue to roll the dice, but that's neither here or there. Numerous studies have shown that, in fact, that nearly 70% and we're almost close to 80% of divorces are initiated by women. Why? Because the because the divorce attorneys, the bloodsuckers of the poor and the disenfranchised, these individuals will get women to initiate these divorces instigated, private instigators, and uh, they make money off the backs of the emotions of women, right? And so then they push these women to divorce, ultimately, ultimately they're going to destroy the family in order for them to get independence. But then they turn into that woman, right? And so this is the, according to the 2015 research study conducted by the American Sociological, Sociological Association, which studied two-thirds of all divorces are initiated by women. Two-thirds. This is not a gender issue, is it? Among college-educated women, the number jumps up to 90%. So college-educated women initiate 90% of divorces. 90. Nine zero. I didn't say 19, 90, 90, nine out of 10, 90. <laughs> now I've heard a common rebuttal about this particular statistic. And one person said, well, women who are college educated and they marry a college educated man, the marriages last longer. The marriages last longer. Which the end result, no matter what the length is, is 90% initiation of divorce. Okay, so that's one thing. Number two, 
as I talked to our brother Marquette, Marquette yesterday, and I had to school him on this, I said, just because a family, a, a person stays married longer or they stay married doesn't mean the marriage is successful. And people were like, huh? And when I tell you these things, people are like, what, what do you mean? And I have in the book that I published, people stay married for a variety of reasons. Religious beliefs, they can't afford to divorce, bad economies, okay? Um, social status would drop. Their friendships, they would lose friendships. They stay for the children. They don't stay together for each other because they're in love. They just stayed together because. Similarly, people who are college educated tend to, tend to stay married longer because both have more to lose. Social status, they tend to have stable families. They tend to have, they tend to have kids in private school and whatnot. So they can't bust up the family like two dumbass missing links with no college degrees. <laughs> so they try to stay in the tradition and hold up the facade longer. They don't have love longer. And let's just say the average divorce, the average length of a marriage for two ham and egg or knuckle draggers is seven to eight years. Well, two college educated people will have marriages that last to 14 years. But they still end the divorce with 90 percent of the college educated women initiating it. You're calling that success because it lasts longer. OK. <laughs> All right. So the divorce is planned. Before the wedding, meaning women know that if it doesn't work, then they can just file for divorce. This is where we get the common term starter husband. And there have been vid plenty videos of saying, I'll get a starter husband. And if he doesn't do what I need to do, I'll divorce her. Find another husband. All right. Shout out to Zoe who gave us the starter husband formula. This is the starter husband pack. This is a woman that ain't even close to getting married. And she already knows. <sighs> Find another husband, dude. And my Louis. husband will buy me as many fucking Louis as I want to. So you're going to rely a fucking on your husband? No. He's going to fucking spoil me. No. I don't no. deal with no don't, fucking don't, scrubs. Don't. He's going to be a fucking engineer doctor. One of the fucking two. And he's going to buy me as many fucking Louis as I want. Shit. As many Chanel's. As many Gucci belts as I want. As many fucking Louis purses that I want. What happens if y'all get a divorce? What are you going to do then? Sit on your ass? Find another fucking husband, dude. Alright, so if anybody disputes my the divorce is planned before the wedding assessment of modern day marriage, there it is right there. <laughs> There's Zoe, exhibit A. Now, Zoe's a bit extreme. But don't you tell me that not all women know they could find another fucking husband, dude. Right? They know that, they, hey, you know what? It didn't work out. I tried it. And let me just get rid of his ass. I'll file for divorce. I'll pull the trigger on his ass. He's disposable. And I'll find another husband, dude. Now, many women are getting divorced and they can't find another husband. So this is the funny situation right now. The monster law gets involved. She gets the woman to divorce. Break up the family, ruin the family, or wreck it, as I say. And then potentially she's going to find another effing husband, dude. That's not happening in today's marketplace. And I would tell women that are married, first of all, get your husband's uh, permission for watching my show. <laughs> A lot of married women think they're going to get off the marriage. Uh, they're going to divorce their husband and get back on uh, the carousel for a while and then find another husband, dude. But when you come out into this marketplace, it's not going to happen that way. And we're going to let a couple of ladies explain exactly that. Let me see if I can pull that up. 
And uh, here's a couple of divorcees right here. Here's one. Former soccer mom, now a single mother soccer mom with partial custody, and she still claims to be a single mother. I'm a struggling single mother. No, you're not. You're a co-parent. You're a co-parent, and your kids live out of backpacks. All right, so don't come out here trying to, I'm a single mother. Hey, a single mother is a, is a woman who had their kids out of wedlock, and the daddy ain't around, okay? Or at least the woman has the kid 85% of the schedule. That is a single mom. You're just a co-parent if you have split custody. You're not a single mother. You're a divorcee. Let's hear this woman. Yeah. The Botox is shining, though. Let's continue. And the lip plumpers. Yeah, I wish somebody would have prepared me for the dating world um, after my divorce. I had no idea that so many grown-ass men still liked play petty games. Let's stop it right there. She done been papped out. Shout out to our brother. Um, damn, I can't remember his name, but you know who I'm talking about. She done been papped out properly by Chads. Old ass Chads, young ass Chads, reform Chads, new Mac Daddy ass Chads, new dudes that can break game book Chads, personal trainers, yoga instructors, male yoga instructors. This woman done got clapped out. And she's tired of it. What happened? Where did all the men go? She gave some dude two pieces of peace leave. And she says, where are we going with this? How come you're not asking my, for my hand in marriage? <laughs> it's not the marriage. It's, ladies, married women, do not run your ass out here. You're going to get torn up. And what married women don't understand is once they wreck their families, they put their kids through all kind of mental abuse. <laughs> all their kids running around here overweight. They probably got ADHD and all kind of mental deficiencies. Your kid need to take you need your kid need extra time to take tests in school, but you running around here trying to get married twice. This is the absolutely disastrous point of our country. The divorce rate's too high. There's too many available divorcees. You're flooding the market. How many 40-year-old divorcee single moms do we need out here on the on Tinder and Bumble? <laughs> okay. It's absolutely insane. So here she is trying to figure out why dudes ain't getting married no more, especially to her. First of all, you're over 40. Second of all, I got money. I got money. Third of all, the junior college. I mean, the, the third, fourth of all, the sexual, digital sexual revolution. We're in a damn fornication revolution, and it ain't ended yet. The only way it's going to end is till they flood seeking arrangements like crazy, right? And everybody goes to church. So that's what happened to you. Nobody wants to marry you up. Let's continue. Like, seriously, I am 100% content by myself. And that's what you'll be. You're going to be by yourself for the next 40 years, bro. <laughs> That's just, and listen, I'm not trying to be mean. You're going to have, it, ladies, the first 40 years of your life is great. The last 40, not so much. You're going to spend the next 40 years alone. Cheers. You're going to have some? Okay. Tuck in. Eat.
Now, the biggest loser in this is going to be the ex-husband. Now, this is where we're going to get to this particular point. The monster-in-law is going to initiate this. She's going to finance the first divorce. Let's get to the next point. The bull in the china shop. So the person who's going to have to pay for all of this is the, the ex-husband, the first ex-husband, because she didn't. She thought she was getting a second one, but she ain't getting one. All right, and so she has to formulate a plan of survival. And as she goes through this choppy plan of survival and trying to hold the kids hostage and close to her and extort the ex-husband, She's going to struggle, and then she's going to go extort the ex-husband. All right, uh, modifications of, of, of child support are going to be insane the next two years because hoes are struggling. They're they struggling. As you've seen this woman paying the rent video, they're struggling, and so they're going to say, if the woman doesn't remarry the ex-husband, and the ex-husband could have been from 10, 15 years ago, she's still going to wreck his life. You need to pay <laughs> because I didn't get remarried like I thought I was. Um, and, uh, then she's going to actually go bull in a China shop on everybody's ass. Everybody, the kids, the kids saving account, the kids college funds. She going to bull in the China shop. That shit too. She going to tear all of that up. She going to tell up the lawyer fees. She going to bankrupt herself. She going to bankrupt her ex-husband. She going to bankrupt the lawyers after they represent her and her, and her case falls flat. And she gets back to 50, 50 custody. Because she tried to wreck the ex-husband. The ex-husband has got extorted out of $10,000 in legal fees to try to just defend what he already had. <laughs> defend this damn castle. He's like, damn, you try to take 50-50 from me, and then I got to go in there and put an extra 10 15000 just to keep it. She's going to tear everybody asses up. She's going to tear her. She's going to tear her family up, meaning her parents. Her parents trying to retire and die and pass on something but her parents are going to fund this bull in the China shop. The parents are going to fund her two or three attempts at extorting your children. See, her problem was she wasn't happy. I'm not happy. <laughs> in her first marriage. So she initiated the divorce. But when she went back out there, she didn't get no second marriage. And now look at her. And now who got to pay? Bull in the China shop collateral damage everybody gonna go down she gonna blow up the grenade she gonna blow up the grenade and take everybody out that's what she's gonna do guys this is the formula that of, of it happening and it's not just me this happens to everybody and this is the reality look at her face it's written all over her face let's go ahead and continue of her tirade here i am very capable no you're not making myself happy you ain't got no damn carpet on your damn roof <laughs> all right what is that truck you in you are very capable you you're telling yourself that you ain't doing a damn thing why you on tiktok complaining then of making myself happy no you're not and providing for myself no you're not that's that's a lie <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh my goodness you lying son this is lies Tell me lies. Tell me sweet little lies. All right, you ain't about to do a damn thing, Sean. Anyway, continuing. I am busy. I'm busy. Hey, busy don't mean nothing. Are you productive? Busy means nothing. You need to be productive in this world, or you just stealing oxygen and resources from everybody. I'm busy. I don't have time for games. You don't have time. You're right. <laughs> you out of time. Game over. Let me guess. You're too old, too? You're too old for games? 
You got that damn right. You're too old. And so now she puts this pressure. I always tell you, um, you get with them for two dates and they want to move in on your ass. And she had the money to fund herself, but all of a sudden, oh, I'm late on rent. Continuing. I am trying my best to be. Uh, trying my best to be what? Trying my best to be successful in my. She going to start her business too. She's starting a business too. I bet you she's going to start a business. <laughs> I'm starting my lash business. I'm going to be a real estate agent one day after I pass my test. Yeah, that's you. I am trying my best to be successful in my job. I'm trying to build a home for me and my kids. Yep, she, you know, she, she, she a kid come. thief. She a kid thief. So uh, here, here she is right here. This is what you're going to deal with. Who's going to pay for this? Her ex-husband. CEO of a one-person company. I'm trying my best. She said, I'm trying my best. Hey, babe, if you, if you out here, you ain't trying. You doing. So this is going to be the results. This is what they're finding out. And their backup plan to success is always the marriage. It's always the marriage. The man is always the plan. So they'll try to do these things. And if it don't work, oh, I'll just marry up. And so she's mad that that option's been removed from her. No, nah, there's no marriages out here, baby. All it out here is hard salami and wet. <laughs> no, <I'm> just, <laughs> that's all that's out here. Like my boy Colignon said, that's all. Uh, there's the only thing is out here is us sharks. And what she doesn't get is men has already been divorced, and they're like, I'm not trying to go through that again, especially with you. And that's you. After you'd have already divorced another guy and kept the kids away, now you want me to think that you're not going to do that to me. So that's the whole reality going on right there. Let me do a couple of uh, contributions, and I'm going to get into the next divorcee and the next divorcee story. Reality hits. The real world is cruel. And so, yeah, they think they're going to divorce a guy, jump right back into the line. There's single women out here struggling in, in, in dating. Like, look at all the single women and the single young women struggling dating. These women divorce their husbands. I'm going to jump right in front of the line, ladies. Excuse me. I've been married before. I'm commitment worthy. As a matter of fact, statistically, divorcees do do a good job of getting married again, but it's few and far between. Not all of them do. The most of them end up in struggleville. And this, just so you know, even when the dude's paying alimony and child support, when that ball runs out, it is. <laughs> look, look, remember Lamar Odom's? Baby mother. So the kids turn 18. Lamar Ordom thought, I didn't have to give no money to the woman anymore. And he just give the money directly to the kids, which they court said, well, that was a gift. He was actually supporting his kids. But according to the state, he was not. And so then what happened was the, the mother started struggling financially. She's talking about she's getting evicted. And she's what? she Her, her car's behind schedule for payments. Ladies, that's not what child support is for. Child support is not to keep a roof over your head, technically. Technically, it is, but it ain't, especially with some grown-ass kids. And your car payment has nothing to do with his child support payments. But according to American women, because they struggle financially, it's his fault. He needs to pay. So when that runs out, what you going to do, brother? Sometimes it's fun to just watch them because your kid's done. They didn't got 18. They didn't moved out of the house. 
Or sometimes they keep the kids in the house into adulthood to keep raking the father over the coals, if, according to certain state laws. If the kids still reside at the home and they go into a junior college, some states you still got to pay child support up until age 21 in New York. So you guys that live at your mama's house, you probably still live there because she's still stealing child support from the dad. I tell you the truth around here. That's why they don't like me. And I go ruthless in them. When I go into court, I be going ruthless on their ass. All right, I'll be like, man, none of this shit, you don't scare me. <laughs> none of that shit you talk about scare me. I ain't got no paycheck that comes, so you can't get the money that way. Y'all going to be waiting like a mofo. By the time y'all get money from me, y'all going to be bankrupt. One of y'all going to be bankrupt, if not all of y'all in this courtroom. <laughs> I'm like, first of all, I'll file for bankruptcy on your ass. I don't care. I'm self-employed. I own everything I need to own. Bankrupt. Now what? Second thing I do is make sure she going to file for bankrupt. <laughs> and I'm like, she going to bankrupt your services so you not getting paid. And she going to bankrupt herself. So everybody going bankrupt in this world. Y'all want to keep playing? <laughs> or y'all y'all want to chill and give me my damn custody like I had it? This is how you play the game on their ass. Because by the time she get one child support payment, she going to be damn near on the street. <laughs> all right. If, if I go down, we all going down. <laughs> yeah. All right. Take it out my check. Okay, wait for it. Where is it at? <laughs> so I'm telling you, man, this is how they play the game. They're playing by by the way, when you get to this point, they're playing game on you. What they're doing is actually illegal. It's only legal because you married or had kids with them. Right? You had kids with them so that you think they and they hold the kids. The only reason you show up is because they're holding the kids hostage. Right? That's the only reason you show up and you're like, I just want to be with my kid. Now, if you just said, Screw all of y'all. <laughs> if you said forget about it, like, okay, y'all figure it out yourself. Good luck. Everybody going bankrupt. <laughs> like what? Y'all all about to lose. I'm just letting you know. I don't know. How, I don't know how you getting paid. So um, this is how, this is why divorcees do. This is why they actually do damage and wreck everybody's lives around. For their selfishness. Did I do PayPal or let's finish up on uh, Cash App. But this game, not a lot of people are doing this game. And what they're doing is since the divorce attorneys and these lawyers and these judges got greedy and they penalized mostly Generation X parents, but many baby boomer parents, Gen Z and the millennials have caught on. And they're like, we ain't getting married. We ain't getting married. And you know what's happening? They got a new business partner in marriage. Who is their new business partner? Because I don't know if you know, lawyers push through the marriage institution of marriage for who? They have a new business partner. Who's their new business partner in marriage? Give it to me. Give me the answer. Give me the answer. Give me the answer. Who's their new marriage? Who are they now going to uh, extort in marriage? I want you to say it so I don't have to say it. Let's see. Oh, some of you guys don't know. Oh, Michael Francitoro got it. Michael Francitoro got it. Go ahead and taste the rainbow. Yeah, the rainbow. 
So these people were given the right, the legal right to marry. And these divorce attorneys at some particular point, they ain't going to have enough heterosexual business. And so they're going to go in on the rainbow. They're going to taste the rainbow. And those people are going to be the new people that are going to be led to slaughter in a divorce system. Mostly going to be women, right? Mostly going to be the women. The guys are going to try to figure it out. But the women are going to file a divorce on each other like crazy. <laughs> right? And these divorce attorneys are going to be up in there having, let's be honest, divorces like crazy. Guys, I'm telling you, I know the world. I'm from the year 2030. It's great. It's going to be a crazy world. Where are we at here? Warhammer is in the building. Shout out to GS says for holding your own like a G against. I'm not going to say it, but I know what you said. Because I'm not trying to start beef, but <laughs> I heard you. All right. He like, man, damn, say it. Shout out to V mad in the building. Shout out to you. He says, F the haters coach. We all know you're right. Man, it's too. I'm too. Busy in this game to have give haters any credibility. Um, the way they react shows you that they're flustered about my system. My system affects way more people than they affect, right? And so they want to go out here with this hope strategy or the sucker for love strategy, which they produce no receipts, right? I ha we have receipts of what we're doing over here, uh, but they produce no receipts and they produce these concocted stories, these fairy tales. You're like, what? Eternal Hope says that's you. And that's you. David O said, he says for, uh, said you're going to get fired around here with AC. You're going to get fired around here with AC. Uh, I'm not sure what that one is. We got a properties building in here. Booker T is in the building five times and five times. Yes, indeed. John says ready to go sit at the junior college bookstore. All right. You don't have to go that far. You don't even have to go there. All right. Just wait. I mean, it's, they right here. Shout out to Turning the Tassel with the sponsorship, co-sponsorship. It's a sponsorship. Hey, man, people are coming in. What happened? Somebody's show ended? We got an hour and 20 minutes in. Everybody's here. Fresh and Fit ended their show? <laughs> They're like, Fresh and Fit is over. Let's see what CGA talking about. All right, shout out to Turning the Tassel. He says, been on my grind, catching up on the contributions. Appreciate you, sir, for the donations. All right, where are we at here? Uh, Nate. We're going to call you in Stewart says Jay Ellis marrying that white girl got sisters mad. I don't even know who Jay Ellis is. I'm behind. My pop culture is pretty bad. You know, I have to do research. Jay Ellis. Okay. He's an actor. I'm seeing if I'm, what is he in? He's in the show, the game, which I ain't never seen. He looks familiar. What movie was he in? He looks familiar. Let me see what I can see here. He married him. Uh, is she white? She looks Latina or something. Nina? She's not white. She's Puerto Rican. I'm going to pull her up real quick. She a flatback, though. You know what I mean? When you when you get money, you be around flatbacks. Even if you like thick women, you're going to marry a flatback. <laughs> He's on Insecure. He was in Top Gun. Didn't see none of them. I ain't seen none of that shit. I ain't seen none of that shit. I don't know what y'all talking about. He was on the game. Never seen it. She's Serbian. Okay, so she white. <laughs> she's Serbian. She's Eastern European. And she's a flatback. Uh, guys, when you get money, this is how I know brothers got money. But You know, they, they be like, oh, man, oh, man, I still like them thick, Sean. I still like them thick. 
I want your thick one when I get you. Even if I had millions of dollars, I'm going to get a thick one. Guess what? As soon as you get some money, you cannot be seen with no thick monsters. Not in public. Not in public. In private, you can. But when you have the upper upper echelon, I always tell you, man, I can tell dudes are broke because they stay with thick. I know it, man. Listen, I like a thick one. But <laughs> you cannot have no ghetto booty up when you're in the upper echelons. It ain't going to happen. I mean, it's rare. Because what's going to happen is you're going to move into a nice neighborhood. I keep telling you this. You move into a nice neighborhood. You still claiming you a Mac. And then all of a sudden, your neighbors are like, man, you the Mac, huh? You the man. You getting you getting peace leave. You get more ass in the toilet seat. And then as soon as you show the girls that you banging, they're going to look at you like this here. They're going to say, you bragging about that? I know you ain't bragging. Now, you said you was a Mac. You said you get all the girls. Now, look at my look at my wife. I haven't bedded her in about six months, but look at her. She's in shape. She over there taking uh, hot yoga. She's in Pilates classes. She got a personal trainer. My wife fit <laughs> for business purposes. When we go out and get dressed up, I'm Ken. She's Barbie. But you running around here with a busted Pillsbury biscuit can in this neighborhood. Let me tell you something, man. If we invite you to one of our shim digs, if we invite you to one of our picnics, I'll be damned if you bring her over to there. You bet not bring her over and claim you the Mac. <laughs> you bet not do it. So what's going to happen is you broke. You out there back banging out straggle daggles. When you go to a rich neighborhood, that's your wife. <laughs> Oh, hell no. You can't hang with us. You can't hang with the cool kids because it's all about image, right? And, uh, you know, this is why these guys, again, I keep trying to school people on this one. Men with money don't have a problem with what you guys call pay for play. They do this. Like, they literally, their marriage is pay for play. (laughs) Rich dudes don't be sitting around. You're not a real man. You have to pay for it. They all paying for it. They are all paying for it. The part of the whole game, whether they pay for it with their wife or they go have a girl who got tattoos all over her face that they go out there and splash. They're all paying for it. The whole game is paying for it. So they're sitting around like that's part of the cost. (laughs) You're talking about. When we go out to our when we go out to Cabo, when we go out to Cancun, we send the wives over here. Y'all go shopping for knickknacks, and then they bring in the young Latina chicks. And then they let the money flow. 20s everywhere. Pesos everywhere. (laughs) They're like, pay? What? Like, we having a conversation about who paying? We all pay. (laughs) And we paying for the best ones. Now, if you're going to think you go Mac these girls, I don't know what you're doing. Y'all get off the bus, flying coach into Cancun. Can't wait to go out to the bars. Can't go to, can't wait to go to Cabo Wabo so I can run game on Mexican chicas. <laughs> and women at bridesmaid parties. Oh, I can't wait to get off the bus. You get off a coach. 
All right. You drag your luggage in your three star hotel. You're looking at the little pool out there. You eight miles, eight miles away from the ocean. You running out there. I can't wait to go to the Cabo Wabo to run game on the girls here that are visiting. <laughs> the dudes at the five horse, the five star hotel. Pesos. And you running around here. What you doing here, girl? Como se llamas? Muy bien. Yes. Que, que tempo hay hace? <laughs> Tienes tu el libro. <laughs> no, I won't buy you a, rent, a drink. Cuantos cuestas? Let me run my game, my damn Cabo Wabo game on y'all. Bridesmaids coming in. Drunk Kaylee comes in there. Oh, there's an easy target. There's drunk Kaylee. Cabo Wabo. Perfect scenario. I'm going to run my game. Stand by the bathroom. <laughs> Dudes that there, he touched down with a lineup. Monday, 50 pesos. Tuesday, 1,000 pesos. Wednesday. <laughs> and all you got was a great charge, and now you're in the Mexican jail for spiking a drink, allegedly. <laughs> all right, anyway, man. Look, man, I tell you, broke dudes, y'all going to be behind this game. And it, it, I, you, you don't even have to show me your receipts, man. I'm just telling you. you you're already losing. <laughs> you already, lo already know you're losing. Because you ain't got one to show me yet. All right. So uh, anyway, shout out to Jay Ellis. Got sisters mad. She stole our good black men. Are they still singing that side song? That can't be real. In this economy, I guess it can be real. All right. Let me get back to this show right here. Let's go for another divorce right here. This is a great entertainment show. Do me a favor. Hit the like button or we'll have to do what? We'll have to show you that belly deli. Show you that thickness. All right, so here's another divorcee right here. She already just destroyed her family. She's living in a dark apartment. Let's go ahead and show you. She's she's stealing her kids' college savings right now. <laughs> she's stealing her kids' allowance money to patch her way through to get her hair did. And um, she thinks she's going to get married again. But she's already wrecked. All possibilities of that. You know what I mean? She's already wrecked everybody around her. Let's go ahead and tell. Hi, world. It's my first TikTok. And <laughs> this is her first TikTok. And this is how she's leading off. <laughs> oh, my God. You can't make this ish up. Shout out to Kevin Samuels, right? Indeed. All right. Here we go. Hi, world. It's my first TikTok. And I have a really pressing question. I have been divorced for a couple of years after 33 years of marriage. 30? <laughs> 33 years. Gotta get my bag and run. <laughs> and she ended up, here we go, guys. I'm telling you guys. Game over. Not my wife. Not me, Sean. I got him under control. I got him under this max spirit. All right. Not me, Sean. She will never divorce me, Sean. I got her under control. I'm up. 
I'm up in the game, Sean. My marriage is going fantastic, Sean. We made it to year 15, and it's uphill from here, man. It's all uphill. It ain't never going to divorce me, Sean. 33. 33 years of marriage, and she out here on TikTok, her world premiere TikTok, and she about to complain about why she couldn't get married again. I'm not happy. Ladies, <laughs> ma'am. You about to, you're in your, you got to be in your 50s, at least. You about to hold a long L. And this is going to be a 30-year L. You're not, the chances of you getting married again is slim and none, and Slim just died. Take the pipe and just deal with it. Get you a dog. Get you a membership to a gym. Enjoy the pipage. But it's over for you. It's over. <laughs> You're continuing, man. You can't make this stuff up. Continuing. I have been divorced for a couple of years after 33 years of marriage. And here's what I got to know. Does it get easier? Nope. Does it get easier? You're going to have to settle. The If you get married, the man you marry is going to be a divorcee three times. The chances of you marrying some dude that, you know, got divorced once and I'll try it again or never been married. He's going to be divorced three times and you'll know why after you marry him, why you're going to divorce him and be his fourth divorce. Because it's starting to feel like the whole purpose of dating is to go out with strange men to endure really awful things. Be specific here. What awful things did you have to endure? Be specific here. Ma'am, when you met your first husband, you didn't meet the first one. He wasn't the first one you met and you just ran with him. You had to have dated other men. Now you got to date around. Yes, you got to go on ugly dates and strange dates. They're still available. Come on. In order to come home and create crazy TikTok stories. I mean, somebody tell me there's more to this than that. Nope. Nope. This is it. This is it. This is it. <laughs> it's all folks. It's all the likelihood that you're going to go get saved from this is slim to none. You're in your fifties and you divorce your husband. I'm going to do better. I'm going to go out and get spoiled. There's real men out here spoiling women. I see it. There's my my 22. By the way, where's your daughter at? I won't marry you, but maybe I can talk to your daughter for a bit. Because I know your daughter probably looking good. Let me see your 22-year-old version of yourself, your daughter. But in this situation here, this is what you get here. This is what you get. And what happens is reality hits. She tried the monkey branch, and she got she got got. She reached her hand in the cookie jar. Reality hit. And now she's going to have to face the reality. Is it going to get any better? No. Nope. Unless you get lucky and find the simp of all simps, which is possible, it's a Rapsky. No longer can you lead with sex anymore. And they don't want to do that anymore. They had their fun, right? What happened? Where did all the men go? So now they're going to come out here and punish us, all right, just because now she's on the meat market. And I'm not that type of girl. I know I'm on Tinder and I know Tinder's known as a meat market, but I refuse to be one of these girls. And you're like, get out of here. You can't go to nightclubs anymore. That's a wrap for you. 
You can't go to bars anymore. You can, but you're going to look pretty desperate. You're going to be by yourself. More likely than not. Every now and then, one of you guys will win, but most of you guys are about to lose. And if you do marry someone, he's not going to have his shit together. <laughs> Somebody said he's out there, coach. She's going to come over to, <laughs> she's going to say Tinder is ridiculous. I'll go to Bumble. Then they fall face first on Bumble. I'll go to Hinge. Then they fall face first on Hinge. And then I'll be like, I'll go to Seeking Arrangements. I want to be spoiled. They're spoiling women over there, apparently. My daughter told me so. She comes home with fistful of 20s all the time. So they must be men spoiling women. Spoiling. She gets over there. I want to be spoiled. Hit me up. And they think the spoiling is just going to start raining in. Then they get all kind of prawn invitations. They get these ridiculous. Meet me in Costa Rica. I'll give you $5,000. Come to doo-doo Dubai for me to damn investigate your ass with this damn wrench. You guys are disgusting over here. Where are the real men that are spoiling women? <laughs> Come on, man. So the reality gets real, man. So let me go over here on the contributions. What a sad story, man. Just another sad love song. She said awful things. Ma'am, what, what is awful? I mean, what were they forcing you to do? Awful things. Somebody said, come to Leisure World. Go to Seizure World. You'll have your hands full. And by the way, um, as, as men get older and women get older, obviously men slow down. There's some trash men. Obviously, she's looking for the top tier men. The top tier men, the top tier men have more access to women than probably any man alive. He might not be able to do nothing with all of the women. He may not have the energy to deal with them. But let's just say there's a top tier men in his 50s. Let's just say he has a boat. He has a couple of houses, vacation houses. He has some money. He has a bottle of Viagra. He can go in. He ain't got no shortage of women. None. It got to be 50,000. It got to be like, it got to be like 150 to one. And especially in leisure world or in independent living, he the man. Don't let him have no hair on his face, on his head. He got hair on his head. He can dance a little bit. He'd be like, come on, baby. Uh-huh. Dip, dip, twirl, dip, get it back. Mm. Uh, get it back. Uh huh. Go right there. Get you back. Uh huh. Move that feet. Shake them hips. Go boom, chicka boom, chicka boom. <laughs> he out here killing it. <laughs> Shit. Now he might not be able to give three rounds. He might not be able to do any of that. Yeah, don't let him get that country step. He'd be like, mm, chicka, mm, chicka, mm, chicka, mm, boom, boom. And please, don't let him step in the name of love. He'd be like, step in the name of love. But, but don't let him do that, man. I'm telling you, he's killing. This dude's no, this dude got women 18 to 70 on lock. <laughs> mm. 18 to 70 on lock. 18-year-old girls will be like, well, I guess I'll guess, I guess I'll mess with Harry back Henry tonight. So that's just the guys that got it together. And these women are going to be like, I finally found the guy that got it together. Jesus. This dude got it lined up. Don't let him have a boat. Do not let this dude have a boat. He's going to invite me on my boat. You coming on there with your wine breath, age 55. 
He's like, man, it's a slow Tuesday. He didn't had teenage, old teenage girls, older college-age girls all on his deck on Saturday and Sunday. Now he got to pull his boat out on Tuesday. Right, let me impress this one tonight. <laughs> hey, guys, I knew a guy. Let me just say, we just chilling, and I'm going to get to the Super Chats. I actually had met this dude at Mastro's. I told you the story before. I met this dude at Mastro's. We chilling. Old, old dude looked like Telly Savalas, but he looked like a clean Telly Savalas. Like he had a bald head. I don't think he had facial hair. And he had on a Versace shirt. He looked clean as hell. I think he, I don't even remember what jewelry he had on. And I'm chilling next to him at the bar. We at the bar. I pull up a chair. That was the story where that woman in the yellow dress came up and was freaking all over me. All right. So anyway, we chilling. I think there was somebody sitting in between us at one particular point. But then we we ended up, somebody moved and we ended up uh, kicking it. And he was like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm a man. He actually had a marriage before and then ended up divorced. And then he married a younger woman. He married a younger woman and the younger woman was kind of out of control. So he was beat. He was at the junior college somewhere in his late forties. He went to the junior college. I think he either married her or knocked her up once or twice. And then this girl was a surfer girl from orange County and she lost her way. And he ended up saying, well, I'm taking the kids. He had enough money and said, screw you. You knocked off. He, he bumped her out of the way, right? He bumped her off and he kept custody of the kids. So we chilling. He goes through his phone. And he was like, oh, these are the girls that I mess with. Junior college, junior college. He's just taking me through. He's showing me the text messages. Hi, daddy. Now, I know somebody's going to be like, oh, he's a trick or whatever it is. Of course, rich man, I'm telling you, rich men don't care about any of that. And these girls probably have other daddies. Dude, I'm telling you, rich dudes don't care about this stuff. They do not care. This is not a conversation where like, oh, I thought this girl loved me. They don't care about that. So he's showing me text messages. He's like, oh, look at it. And let me tell you something. None of these girls, these girls were knockouts, right? These girls were knockouts. These girls were knockouts, right? They, I'm looking at it like, damn. <laughs> so for you, for you, for him, he'd be like $1,000 a night or, or he takes them out shopping. He's spoiling them. And these were good looking women, black women. He didn't matter the race because this was a, like a white guy, black women, Latino women, white women. I'm sitting there like, Lord. And the dude living, I'm going to tell you where he lived and you'll know. He had money. He lived in Newport Coast. Newport Coast. I have his phone number still. We were going to kick it. We never kicked it. So he lived in the top of the hill, Newport Coast. Let me tell you something. Newport Coast, house, there's nothing other 5 million. That's the low level houses. Everything's 5, 10, 15, 20, 30, 70, 90, 150 million houses. So he was not broke. He had big money. He showed me his house in his backyard. He had one of them houses like that you would see on Orange County Housewives on a hill on a cliff with the backyard with the damn heaters here and the infinity pool. That's what his backyard looked like. I'm sitting there like this dude got money. So I'm chilling. I'm chilling with him, kicking it. And we just sharing, going back and forth, telling each other our story and all of this stuff. I look across the bar. I look across the bar. And there over there are young women that are at the bar at Mastro's. Now, you're thinking, what are they doing at the bar? These women, when I say young, they were 25, 26, 27. I'm kicking it with him. I look over because he looks over at them. And there's another old dude bending their ear. But he's it, it, the, the, the old rich dude that was bending their ear. They wasn't feeling him. I look over at the women. 
and they're making eyes at Telly Savalas sitting next to me. Yeah, they scouting. They scouting rich dudes, old rich dudes. So I'm telling you, white girls, they know the game early. And they know they ain't got no time. Once they hit 28, they know that it's a Rapsky. So they like, we need to get them now. They're making eyes. Somebody says, I think Mike Trout's house is in Newport Coast. Let me show you a picture. I saw, I buffed into Mike Trout at Newport Coast. Since we're all on that subject, I was, uh, and uh, I can't tell you people, but the Atlantic quarterback lived up there too. I bumped into him in the gym. So that's that's the kind of clientele I trained. That was kind of, that's why I was making money the way I was making money because my clientele lived up in there. I can't tell you when I bumped into Mike Trout. Jesus Christ, I can't tell you where it is. But I bumped into him one time at Starbucks in Newport Coast. I was like, hey, man, let me take a picture with you. He was like, hey, come on over. He was all cool. But anyway, um, I'm watching the girls. I look at the girls. They're making googly eyes. At, at, no, not Michael Vick. It was, um, yeah, Kobe lived in Newport Coast, too. So this, this is where I'm telling you. This is the echelon that I'm in. This is the class of people that I'm in. They're making googly eyes at Telly Sabalas. And Telly Savalas is looking over at them, and he's like, they literally was coming over, and Telly Savalas was dropping game on them. So people will be like, these young girls don't want you and whatnot. And, of course, they're like, well, I don't know if you would want a girl like that. At his point in his life, he don't care about what these girls want. He needs to get what he wants to get out of them, and they'll get a little bit of good treatment from him. He wasn't an a-hole. He wasn't a jerk. He wasn't a jerk or any of that, but they'll get what they need to get and he'll get what they need to get. So what I'm saying is a woman in her 50s that thinks he, she can get in line for a guy like that, she ain't got no chance. No chance because that guy has his hands full with anybody from legal age all the way up to 60, if not more. And it is what it is. So let me see if I can find that picture real quick. I don't even know where it is, but... uh you're going to see, Coach, I was chilling. And then an another dude, same day, he was like, hey, and treat that guy from YouTube. <laughs> so same time I'm bumping into Mike Trout, I'm bumping into uh, somebody that recognized me from YouTube. I'm going to see if I can find it, if you if you want to see it. I don't even know if you want to see a picture. Oh, Lord. It's somewhere around here. Oh, it's somewhere around here. It's saved in my phone. I don't even delete. Uh, that's not it. It's got to be around here. Somewhere, Sean. Where's your that, Sean? Nobody want to see it. It was on my Instagram, but they deleted my Instagram. But so anyway, I don't think I'll find it. But that's where that's where I'm from. That's kind of where that gives you an indication of kind of where the clientele was and where I'm from and the kind of people that I hung around and why the game was really tough for me back then. Because you don't got no money. Forget about it, Sean. You ain't got no money. Forget it. Forget about it. You ain't got no game. Everybody's saying, I don't want to see no damn picture of Mike Trout. In CGA, I don't know, man. I'm trying to show a receipt. People logging off. Man, what the hell is this? We didn't show up for that. They like Coach. Oh, they like Coach Lion. I don't know when it was. So that's part of my problem. It's got to be around here somewhere. Anyway, if I don't find it in the next three scrolls, I'm going to just give up. I think I'm going to give up. <laughs> it was on my Instagram for real, for real, Sean. I don't know why somebody's going to make an edit of this video. This guy right here, she, he lying to y'all. He don't kick it in that type of company. Let me look at him. He's still scrolling. 
I'm about to log off because I got the junior college coming over in a minute. Anyway, I can't find the damn thing. Oh, well. <laughs> That's neither here or there. Anyway, let me hit read the contributions to the show. I'm still trying to look for it on the slide. Nope, I can't find it. I ain't going to be able to find the mofo. Anyway, it's a true story. <laughs> it's a true story. Yeah, too many feet pictures in here. I'm like that feet picture. Okay, booty picture, feet picture, feet picture, feet picture. It's in here somewhere. Oh, I found it. I found it. I found it. All right, here it is right here. For, for, for the people that said I'm lying. All right, for the, I found it. <laughs> here we go. So who thinks I'm lying still? All right, here we go right here. Coach with Mike Trout. There it is right there. All right, just so you know. Fucking A. <laughs> CGA with Mike Trout. All right, there he is right there, the baseball player for the Angels. And I actually had my Angels hat on. All right. Now let me show you my feet pictures. All right, here we go. Feet picture game in the building. All right. That was painful. <laughs> that was painful. All right, anyway, I had to clear my name. I had to clear my name. Jesus. It's Photoshop. Oh, come on, man. I can't win. I can't even win. Now it's Photoshop. All right. Anyway, I don't lie on my show, man. He said, that's not you. That's Tay Diggs. <laughs> oh, my Lord. That was rough. Oh, my God. Anyway, let's get to the contributions and get on out of here. Remember, he said he meant Mike Trout. Yeah, anyway. All right, shout out to, uh, we're going to call you Christopher. He says, child support and alimony, legal transfer of wealth. Legal transfer of wealth. I don't even know how it could be legal for you to have kids. And you're like, well, I'm saving for my kid's college fund. And I'm like, no, you can't do that. We taking that. We giving it to the mom to do what with? Like, <laughs> like they'll literally let you legally fight over your kids and ruin their potential future for a law. It's weird, man. Just do it. Shout out to Brian Usury. He says, for spitting truth and cracking me up. Thank you, man. I try to. I try to. I try to spit this truth, but people don't want to hear it. They literally be thinking, man, I'm going to keep these hoes in check. <sighs> okay. I mean, listen, if you want to go with that, go with that. I don't know what to tell you. But it's, you could do it. But you haven't done it yet. Number one. You kept some in temporary check, just as like I've had women temporary in my life. And I had them in check when I had them. But you could do it, but you haven't done it yet. You haven't kept one long term in check yet. You still ain't got no hoes. So what are you talking about? <laughs> Shout out to John D. He says, what did he say? She was light skinned, tall, foldable, perfect. But seriously, I call white women Kaylee's. He says, give people the buzzer, stare at them, Martin Lutherly. He says, fellow uh, community members even look at me like I'm shuffling when I call them out on their BS. I'm having too much of an impact on people here. <laughs> I hate when straggles or people like want to come over. He man, man, you know what I mean? We got to and they go on to some old stuff, you know, at Sesame Street, they discriminating against us. I'll be looking at their ass like you found the wrong black person. Because <laughs> I don't buy none of that ish. 
Like, I don't care about none of that. We need to boycott Sesame Street place. I'm like, if you don't take your ass on that low budget ass shit, shout out to Leonard. Leonard P. Thank you, man. He says, shout out to who? Shout out to the coach gang in the building. And that's you. You just a shuffling Uncle Tom, I see. You just out here pandering to your white clientele because they got money. Shout out to Michael Frantitoro over there. He says, haven't caught you live in a while. So making up for donations, you're feeling rich today, coach. Not from Bitcoin, but Biden dropping the gas prices. Give Biden a buzzer. And any other insults you may have for him. Well, I think they actually, did they stop the gas tax? And that's why the, the, the gas prices are dropping. Remember that 14 to 30%? Oh man, y'all gonna pay for it in the end. Why don't people understand that when the government said, like, this, let's hold it for a second. No, 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 no. I don't want to go too deep into this. Just look. But when the government changes one thing, like they take away taxation or they give you a stimulus check, you end up paying double in the long term, in the long run. You're going to pay that 40 cents back. It's going to be in another form of taxation where you, you're going to pay it back. You're going to pay it back in inflation. I mean, come on, man. Or are you going to pay it back by going to get an extra tank of gas because it's cheaper? Come on, bro. I can't stand you people, man. <laughs> he said, why y'all say y'all? Ham and eggers. <laughs> like, I'm the, like, I'm not going through it, right? Y'all. No, the reason why I say y'all is because you believe, not all everybody here, but people believe, Oh, I'm saving money now, and Biden did this, so I'm going to save money. No, if you believe that, you're dumb. You're going to pay it back. <laughs> you're going to pay it back double and triple. We know this. Look at what happened when you got the STEMI check, the first two STEMI checks. Add up the STEMI checks. What was it, three grand? I guarantee you in inflation, you paid it back. Five grocery stores trips, you paid it back. You paid it back double and triple time. What are you talking about? You didn't get no break. And eventually, we sell out the next generation, and they end up paying for it. Anyway, it's pretty simple. I don't know why people actually think they're helping you. They're not helping you. Why would they help you? New, 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 new world order. Ask yourself that. Like that woman that says, I'm behind on rent, push it to the next month. Why aren't they helping me? Why would I help you, you dumbass? I'm in business, number one. Number two, it actually helps me because when I evict your monkey ass, I actually get a new tenant in, raise their rent. And then these people are going to be that much more responsible. And not only that, I'll never rent to a person like you ever again. Okay. So now you have messed it up for every black woman or black people coming in there. Oh, I think you can hook me up. So now they'll never rent to another one of you. You. Shout out to Mike. He says, thanks for the real talks and laugh, CGA. All right. Were y'all just laughing at me because of Mike Trout? Sad that I had that many feet pictures in there. I couldn't even get to the damn top. He says, I gave him a chance, and look what happened. It is what it is. Who we at here? Kevin W. is there. He says, as a financially responsible millennial, we don't claim her. All right, so there you go right there. We don't claim her. That person was literally saying, why are you filing? Why are you evicting me? Why are you filing for eviction? Why are you not giving? Somebody didn't prepare her for life. Shout out to, I can't call, is it Mario? That's what we'll call you. Mario D. He says, my ex used to live rent-free 
in my paid off three bedroom crib. Plus I got rental properties. She didn't accept my boundary. So I kicked her out. Now she thinks she can afford rent, car note and bills and on a $20 an hour job, told her to kick rocks, play that violin. <laughs> Free agent for life. They think they can do it. But when the dude, that's going to be tight budget. That's a shoestring budget. And, and typically for women, that's going to be super tight because they require more. Unfortunately, I will agree with them on dating. It's more, it's rougher for women in that there's more of an upfront cost, meaning they got to have makeup and dresses and heels and all their stuff costs more and, and hair done and all that stuff. So all that stuff costs more. This is why they want you to pay, right? Because you just took a shower and came in, you know what I mean? And you just put some powder in your drawers and bought a box of Jimmy hats, but you also have to have a good house and a car. So there's the upfront cost that men have to pay. The women were like, see, he's finally on our side, but no, I have to have a nice house in order to get a better, better quality women. I can't live in a basement. I can't live with my mom. So I actually have a nice car, nice house, nice presentation, better clothes to get a better quality woman, at least to get her attention, at least to get her sit down. So there's upfront costs for men too. But with that being said, to keep yourself in that clown show of makeup and dress and and, de and deception with uh, push-up bras and all kind of stuff, hair wigs and weaves, you got to be able to have that upfront money. So with that, if they're supporting themselves, it does cost them to, a lot more to maintain themselves. Thus, they can't keep up the game. At some particular point, it'll be like three car money and they're going to lose. You know what I mean? Mm. Is it three car money or five? And they're going to lose. Eugene is in the building. Shout out to you. Thank you for the donation in the building. Donations. This is what we do out here. Ring the bell. All right, we got, uh, who is this in here? Wisdom Vision Production says, I got every tool necessary for basic DIY repairs on my vehicle, oil changes, et cetera. Got my six-month emergency fund and got rid of all of my debt. Got my passport and my 200 ounces of silver. We talked about that, didn't we? You must have been on the money mindset. He says, got my first aid kit, my firearm with plenty of ammo. I'm now working on stacking as much food, water, and medical supplies as feasibly possible. In the words of James McAvoy, McAvoy from the film Wanted, what the F have you done lately? Winter is coming. He says, and it is going to be far colder than we could have ever imagined. Heed the warnings of KS and CGA before it's too late. Ah, people don't think it's possible, man. Oh, the United States is still good. All good things come to an end. Shout out to Wisdom Fisher Production. We got two more, then we're going to skedaddle. All right, who is this? A.D. Austin says, nothing. Just a contribution. I appreciate that. Last one. Who is this in here? Maryland guy. What did you have to say? What did you have to say? He says, Maryland guy, he says, that, that woman on that video that was married for 33 years will be target practice for younger men. And she cannot get inseminated, so that's going to be a problem for her. But that's all she's going to get. That's all she's going to get. She's going to get young Chaz. Young Chaz to come over and pound that out, right? But marriage? No, sirree. No, sirree. All right, shout out to the coach gang. Appreciate y'all for being in the show. Hit the like button on the way out. No belly deli today. Let me make sure I pay my last video. Yes, we did. That was the divorce. Ain't going to be drinking wine. All right, 
Shout out to you guys. We'll be back tomorrow. I think it's Thursday. Yes, we do. Thanks for the contributions or the donations. The donations. Thank you for the donations. And we're out of here, brothers. Um, and here's a secret that many guys don't know, especially in today's day and age, is that women love nice guys. <laughs> we may not understand how much we love and appreciate them until we're a little older um, and we've gotten that sort of asshole phase out of our systems. Uh, I'd say by our late 20s, early, early 30s is uh, the point in our lives when we're just exhausted by the jerks and we have no time in our lives anymore for them. So we really start looking for men who uh, we know will be great long-term partners, AKA nice guys, right? And that's you.